0: J Bill for real presents the X's and (laughs) NFL podcast featuring your host J Bill and the man, the myth, the legend, the great, hard to come up with an awesome (laughs) name. Yeah, we'll we'll say the
1: narcissist. I I liked it. You called me it a little bit ago. I liked it. (laughs) Um, so let's just jump right into it. Last week I brought up that I was a 50.5-point underdog on uh, our fantasy league there. Mm -hmm. And for those of you not in Wolf that really care about this score, I ended up winning by 117 points. My team uh, performed exactly like I thought they would. They did not overperform, regardless of what (laughs) some people have said. My team performed the way they have all season long. I'm averaging the same number of points. Uh, I'm nothing if not consistent. Shukas' team performed the exact way it does. And uh, this week, what we're going to have happen is Graydon's team is going to perform the exact way it has all season. My team will perform the same way it has all season. And I will move on to a crisp, clean 4-1. and one.
0: Yeah, look, Graydon's team is like a vacuum, though, that basically, like he's he's 3-1, and one, but he's the worst team at scoring in the league. So he kind of like sucks the life out of the opposing team. Like there's some <laughs> sort of, Mystic force that's going on, like I don't know, like I, who knows, who knows what it is, an unlucky or a, oh, like Milo Murphy. There we go.
1: Well, speaking of things that just suck all the life out of you, how about Thursday night football? Yeah, um... I, I'll be honest with everybody. I quit at halftime. I watched it again this morning uh, to finish out the game just so I could, but uh, not a good game, not quality, low scoring game, but not not because of the. Defense in the first, at least in the first half, but you said the second half as well. Or the second half was good.
0: The second half had better defense. Uh, Browning, Bonita, Chubb came on. Uh, Gil- Gilmore had the two plays that won the game, but really that was more because Russell Wilson lost the game. Um, Wilson might be washed, and Hackett uh, had an, had a dumb moment, but that game's on. Uh, that game's on Wilson, in my opinion. So it's I don't know. I don't know how on when you should be running out of the clock. You're challenging Stefan Gilmore in the end zone, and I don't know um how you challenge him again in overtime when you have a guy wide open crossing over the center of the field. So, so
1: if you're the Broncos, are you uh, if you're the Broncos, do you wish you could take back that massive guaranteed contract? You're the Broncos,
0: don't you wish you could take back the trade at this point? Uh, probably, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Drew Walk, Drew Walk is still Drew Walk. Like, you, know. <laughs> you needed to do something, but I think this might have been the wrong something. Then you know we talked about it back when it happened. It was a knee-jerk reaction to Aaron Rodgers saying he was going to stay with the Packers.
0: Yeah, you you needed to trade for Aaron Rodgers last year I- instead of Russell Wilson this year. Like I I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, maybe you needed to trade for Jimmy G at some point in time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jimmy's looking. Jimmy's looking serviceable. Do we not think that Jimmy could be doing better than Russ right now?
1: Uh, I think he could be, but again, I don't know how much is the how much is the yak factor with Debo that makes Jimmy look serviceable. But when I, you know, when I was watching that game Monday night, Jimmy looked crisp. He you did. Know, It it it, it, it well, he looked good. He was putting the ball where it needed to be, and he what? wasn't being dumb. You know, and also
0: and plays I, the best games that he plays against the Rams, too, though. So let's not take too much away from that. <laughs> but,
1: uh, yeah, so what, well, do you have any other closing thoughts to the Thursday night game, or should we move right on to London?
0: Uh, it is It just that it was good that uh, – well, no, it, it ruined uh, a lot of uh, plays for me with ha- Naheem Hines, but um, it, it was good to see that the concussion protocol was at least enforced for that game. So Yeah,
1: and uh, you know, I want to point one thing out that uh, we talked a lot about Bill Belichick, but since you said the magic word of concussion, yeah, last week Brian Hoyer came out of the game, and Bill didn't even know why. Uh, he didn't even know he was coming out of the game, but they there was a Twitter went a flame from former Patriots about it. Bill Belichick actually has had a rule for over a decade now mm-hmm. that if a player is suspected of a concussion, they're they're done. He doesn't want to see them in, uh, with their helmet again. And uh, he said, even if, and you know, obviously, he said there's been some mistakes. And he said, obviously, in the heat of the moment, we shouldn't have let Julian Edelman keep playing in that Super Bowl. But uh, Bill, you know, he's talked about it. Be- he's talked about it on the radio on Monday too. That concussions for him, he'd rather lose a football game than put a guy out there to go to the hospital. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was like, I actually kind of liked that from Bill Belichick.
0: You know, we don't have a, to first game I- we don't have to think he's relevant anymore to to appreciate things like that to to appreciate the things that helped make him great which was taking care of his players and stuff like that
1: mm-hmm. so moving on to London speaking of things that are great and awesome um
0: moving on to London Green Bay Packers uh are the home team and it's their first time in London I don't know how they dodged it up at this point in time uh they're just, <laughs> they're favored by seven and a half over the New York Giants um. I am. I am still very much. I, I I know as a Giants fan that you know sky's the limit here. Um, and you, you're thinking Giants win. I'm still on a Packers win, but seven and a half seems like it's a lot.
1: Yes, especially against a Giants defense that has done very well. The offenses look bad, and I'll give you that. The offense is not great. Outside, if Saquon's not moving, it's not happening.
0: Yeah, this this but... feels like a 16 sixteen thirteen bang them up right. Right. the um
1: The only negative is that people aren't talking about it. Um, the Giants' receiving court did take another hit today when it was announced that Darius Tony is not allowed to go to England, and then uh, Thibodeau is also not allowed to be in England, so that that hurts the line a little bit. But they've played with both without both of those guys all year. Yeah,
0: it's it's not um you know m- my big concern is like I I you you definitely this game is going to be about the the, the three running backs right. This game is mm-hmm. this is uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon versus uh, Saquon Barkley and two defenses that should be holding up. Like I'm I'm not picking much for passing at all in this game. As a matter of fact, with how good these running backs are, you you can see one of them going off for a monster game, and there being more total rushing yards in this game than there are passing yards. Mm-hmm. Especially when you consider the fact that it feels like half of Daniel Jones' production is with his legs, uh, it is good to see that uh, the, the sprained ankle from last week isn't uh, isn't anything serious, and that um, uh, so maybe there will be some limitation. But part of his game is, is running. Like I'd on- honestly expect that uh, the ankle to interfere with him passing more than rushing running. Right.
1: So do, does the Giants miss leading record so far? You know, it's not the the record. I don't necessarily think is accurate for who the team is all the way.
0: But um, the,
1: is this helping Daniel it Jones could be keep his job
0: team with 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 a with a fair record? But
1: no, I'm saying is Daniel Jones keeping his job because the other Giants players are overperforming a little bit? And let's be honest, the Tennessee win that that was just that was a coaching win. There, yeah. that was not a that was not a team win. That was a coach win.
0: Daniel Jones is. Um... Has a lot of talent, but I don't know, like, there's a lot of NFL quarterbacks that have a lot of talent that don't make it in the league,
2: Mm -hmm. or that
0: make it in the league years later. Like, um, you know, like, Geno Smith did not have the talent when he was younger, but he He's clearly one of the better quarterbacks in the league this season. So maybe Daniel Jones needs to learn off of someone for a couple of years. I don't know. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying it can't get better because we've clearly seen that it can get better. Like, I'm not going to be denying uh, what, what we've seen so far this season. Um, and, and we can think of other quarterbacks that started when, much when they were much older, right? Did, was Alex Smith playing early on?
1: Uh, no, Alex Smith was sitting behind, um, behind uh,
0: Rogers. I I actually, I'm having a tough time remembering that right now. Did did Daniel Jones ever sit in behind anyone? There's no overlap with Eli and Dan, uh, and Jones, right? Yes,
1: yes, there is overlap. One year. Yeah, one-year overlap where Jones took the split job from Eli halfway through. And uh, to his credit, Eli Manning took it like a man and said that Jones took the job from him.
0: Okay, so would it shock you if a guy like Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield went on to have success five years from now? Um, you use
1: you, two guys that I no longer believe in, so yes. But <laughs> I, I, see your, I see your point. Sam um, Darnold. NBC, Sam but... Darnold.
0: Well, I can see Darnold
1: becoming successful at some point.
0: Okay. But, I mean, uh, I feel yeah, like we've talked a lot. Yeah, we've talked a lot this time. We talked a we've lot talked on this. Uh, when when really this game yeah. comes down to, are you taking the over and under uh, on Saquon Barkley? And at uh, seventy seven and a half, you got to take the over on Saquon Barkley, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the
1: over on Saquon, and I'm you know I'll tell you this later in my picks too. I'm Giants plus eight here. Uh, oh, yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. In this. Oh, where you? Yeah, you want to use live lines. So, uh, we'll. I'll still take the seven and a half.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Um. And and honestly, I I'm not picking the Giants to win this game, but seven and a half is too much. Like I yeah. I don't think the pa- the Packers are a, a touchdown better than the Giants. Um, I don't love the underdogs like this week. So this is one that could be part of my official fix. I went in with one guaranteed underdog and I'm kind of hoping you talk me into one along the way during the course of the show. Yeah, okay, <laughs> But, um, you know, so that's, that's what I'm looking at there. Um, Russian totals for Aaron Jones and, um, and AJ Dillon are at a spot where I'm not necessarily going to be playing them. Uh, yeah. It's a tough, London's tough. Um, I I played last week because uh, Justin Jefferson was playing, and he's coming off two rough weeks, so you could feel the explosion. I don't know who has the explosion in them this week. I just – you that you on Saquon because he's giving you no reason to not. Moving right well, I can on. London always provides something fun, though. So, yeah, moving on. Let's, what's your next slot? Uh, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers with the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are 14-point favorites. And I'm just going to say this right now. That secondary is completely banged up. Minka will be playing. We don't know if uh, H- uh, Hilton will be playing. We don't know if Witherspoon will be playing. Um, we, we don't know if Edmonds will be playing yet. They're all still questionable. Uh, the point is th- the whole starting secondary is banged up. There is no TJ Watt. It is Kenny Pickett's first game as a starter. And Buffalo has been cont- relatively contained the last two weeks. Um me personally, this probably could be seventeen and a half, and I would still lay the points. What about you?
1: I'm not touching this game, uh, or I'm not touching the spread on this game. I just fourteen and a half is a lot. I can see it getting. I can see Josh Allen covering that though, but I could also see Pittsburgh taking the air out of the ball a lot. Run, you know, running the clock down. Kenny Pickett can run, and um, I also could see Pittsburgh keeping it. I can see Pittsburgh keeping this really close too.
0: I mean, it's always possible, but you, you know, my general rule when it, when it goes over 10 that I will typically lay the over number. Um, it, It works out a fair amount. As far as props go, I mean, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. It's, it was relatively contained last week if I remember correctly. Um, I don't see any reason to think that Josh Allen won't have the over on 1.5 touchdowns. I'm intentionally (laughs) playing that because the the 275.5 is something that it could definitely be, um, could be limited. And then as far as Stefan Diggs goes, um, uh, Stefan Diggs was not my play for this game. George Pickens over 41 and a half was my play for this game.
1: Yeah, so for this game, I do like the over though because it's only forty-six and a half. Uh, Let's say Kenny Pickett's really good; he goes out there, has a great game. Then obviously they hit the over forty-six and a half because you're not holding Josh Allen and Diggs to under or Josh Allen under twenty-eight points this week. It's not happening. They're they're going to score their four touchdowns. So you're saying if Pickett does really well, he'll get you the Pittsburgh Steelers get you three. That's the over. It's if gonna Pickett have to
0: like be real... so because but,
1: that's a really but, it, hard yeah. time to draw but if Pickens if Pickett does really bad, that means Allen has more time with the football in his hand, which means 46 and a half could fall to Buffalo alone.
0: Yep. So and this game could end up being a game that uh the only way that number misses is if Buffalo get goes up like 35 to 3 and then backups come in for Buffalo. Yeah.
1: In which case, I still think it, it could end up hitting.
0: Fair um, enough. Uh, moving but, right, that's, well, really,
1: that's all I got for that
0: one. Uh, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing host of the Atlanta Falcons. Tampa is favored to win by 10. And I know I just pointed out that um, I, I know I just pointed out that when, uh, when when it's 10 or more, I always go with it. But um, I don't feel Tampa, like, and I get it, there a lot of injured weapons and Chris Godwin's cleared for this game and um, we're still waiting on Julio and whatnot, but uh, I don't feel Tampa Bay has earned the right to be a double-digit favorite this year.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: Um, I don't love what the Falcons have done. Okay, so it's there's clearly uh, Mariota. Clear what he's completing like forty percent of his passes. Yeah, it's
1: not great. It's not great.
0: You know, at a certain point in time, uh, and you know, obviously, you don't have Cordaro Patterson this week, and I get that that's where it factors into it, but um, uh, you know, at the same time, when, when I'm looking at it, I'm kind of like, but the Falcons have found ways to be in games unexplainably this year, right? Right, yeah,
1: and there's some crazy crap that's happened to put them back into the games.
0: So sometimes it's better to be lucky than, than it is to be good. And, um, and I, I know I'm a firm believer in the whole get right game, but I don't, but that's when it's an elite team. And I, I said this last week in the show, I'm not sure that I'm willing to believe in Brady still maintaining to the, to the fountain of youth this season. I even in that uh even with the thirty-one points last week, to me there were plays where a Tom Brady of you know six, seven years ago would have made it, or even a Tom Brady of two years ago would have made it and he didn't make those plays. So did you I listen, have this, Did you
1: listen to his podcast this week? Uh what Oh, no, I did not. Uh Brady does man, he he himself doesn't feel like a guy like he doesn't sound like a guy that likes that wants to do this anymore (laughs) it almost sounds like he regrets coming back
0: fair enough uh but you know even with all that said mike evans is still going to score a touchdown (laughs) yeah and uh leonard fournette is still going to hit the over on the receptions (laughs) because it's funny because i believe in the falcons to cover i don't believe in the falcons to win but my 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 props are still definitely coming from uh <laughs> from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because because how could they not? So mm-hmm. I have Fournette over the three and a half receptions. Um, he definitely had much more than that last week, but uh, the the Falcons give me the Falcons plus to ten in this game. In my opinion, I'll make uh-huh. it uh I'll make it plus nine point five. So I can't push. Oh no, I'm not using that as an official pick anyway.
1: Yeah I was going to I was very much going to question how you were going to put that in one of your five.
0: Yeah no that's not going to be in one of my five. But like I said before I'm still con- I still don't know where my second underdog is coming from at this p- current point in time. But uh anything yeah. you to say about that game or are we on to do I was that? just
1: going to say I I don't really have anything for this game. It's Tampa is going to win it's not going to be very fun to watch and uh I'll see just as much of it as the red zone wants to show me. <laughs>
0: All right, moving right along. The Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. The Jets are only three and a half point dogs at home. Um is this a broken line? Should the Dolphins be favored by a lot more?
1: Uh, who's quarterback in the Dolphins?
0: Teddy Bridgewater. I'm going to go ahead and say the line's just right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I, I don't a, know in <laughs> case our listeners have forgotten john miller is a jet fan that hates his own team no i don't hate my own team <laughs> it is a very very violent relationship between him and the jets i we should call for help at some point but i'm just too lazy
0: you really think this isn't the busted lot you really think that the, that the jets are going to keep this close
1: um, you know what? I wasn't gonna pick this, but if you want to, I'll throw the Jets down as a, will take the Jets and Yeah, I'll take the Jets with the three and a half. You can take the Miami Dolphins and we call it a day.
0: I played I played the Jets three times this year. I'm actually three and and0. I called the, the double digit loss to the Ravens. I I called the out, uh I, I called the cover versus the rounds, uh the Browns, and I called the upset versus the Steelers. Like I feel like I know my team pretty well, and like so, so yeah, I'm a, so yeah, this will be. I, I'm switching it up a little. I I'm gonna officially take the Dolphins laying the three and a half, and be there pleasantly surprised if it's uh, that switches up my, my overall picks at the end a little. But I'll be pleasantly surprised if if the Jets find a way to. They better not find a way to lose by three points, so. <laughs> like if the, the, this would be this is my relationship with them, I I I pick the other team, and they cover but don't win. Yeah, that that's probably what's going to happen now. So this is probably going to be the Jets lose by a field goal.
1: <laughs> uh, I will laugh so ridiculously hard if it happens that way.
0: Uh-huh, man. Uh man. I won't. Uh, Tyree. I don't think the Jets can cover Tyreek Kill. Uh, I, I and I, I love. I love what Sauce Gardner has done up to this point in time, but there's a certain point in time where the speed will take over, in my opinion, and it's not like Sauce is exclusively lined up on just the uh, the main guy every single time. Uh, what What are your thoughts of Sauce versus Water?
1: I really like Sauce here, I, but I mean, it's Jalen Waddle. so I'm going oh, to God. let him
0: have his yeah. sauce versus Hill. My bad. Yeah, so
1: either way. You know, I, I'm still going to take Sauce to win the overall matchups, but I'm going to take Hill to at least have a couple plays where you're sitting there like, oh, boy. he, You know you know the Tyreek Hill busted play where like, it wasn't supposed to be that way and he just makes it in six?
0: Yeah. Um, it, it, it's hard to picture Hill under 67.5, right?
1: Oh, that's very hard to picture, yeah.
0: Especially with the obs- uh, like, I think he had a greater target share with Bridgewater than he did with Tua. Like,
1: <laughs> and he is a lot faster than Sauce. So if if you can if you can catch one and break it, break that first tackle, he's gone.
0: So do you we know. think Sauce gets an interception this game?
1: I don't ever take interception bets.
0: No, okay.
1: <laughs> I never, I never take them because I can never get them right.
0: All right. Uh do you wanna do we want to talk a prop from the Jets side? Uh a Brees Hall and Elijah Moore. It's, cl- it's
1: we want we to talk about that Zach Wilson 221 and a half.
0: Yeah, I think we do want to uh. talk about the Zach Wilson 221 and a half. Uh are we on opposite sides of this already? No, no. We're we're have we're putting Zach Wilson over uh two twenty-one and a half, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. That that definitely uh uh, honestly i believe the i i i believe the jets will score i just believe at, at a certain point in time that you know if if the jets defense wants to make a full believer out of me this season they could do it in this game okay this one
1: it has to be this one
0: uh or they could do it versus buffalo okay so um I, I need to see this jets defense drastically slow down one of those two offenses this season for for uh and, and this is the first shot so if they found a way to win this game um wow i i am not even a, I'm not even gonna finish that sentence, <laughs> but okay
1: you, you don't want to jinx that possibility,
0: yeah right like knock on wood or something <laughs> like. Uh anything else to say about that game before we move right along though?
1: I do not know.
0: All right. We got the Tennessee Titans at the Washington Commanders. The Commanders are uh two-point uh home underdogs. Um I have no read on this game whatsoever. The Commanders defense could slow down Derrick Henry enough to put him underneath the number. Uh I don't I am I'm, I'm literally sitting in a fantasy situation where I'm choosing between Carson Rents and Ryan Tannehill to start this week. And I have Oof. no clue. I have no clue. It's a super flex. So it's, it's quarterback number two. Um, I don't okay. know what to do as far as that goes, uh, because I'm looking and I'm kind of like, it, either one of them could be a vastly superior quarterback uh, on Sunday. Do you, do you have any clarity in this game at all whatsoever? Other than nope. Curtis Samuel with a monster target share because Jahan Dotson's injured.
1: <clears throat> I will say that this game is not one I'm looking forward to. Um, But I did just draft Derek. I did just trade for Derek Henry to be my RB3. So uh, let's go Henry. <laughs> like, um, yeah, you know, he's the only one I like here, actually. I I did take like his
0: You like the 86.5 on Henry for the over?
1: I do. I do because I – Sell me. I can't. It, it's it's a gut thing. It, it's I just think it's going to happen type thing. Um, there's and it's not just because I traded for him. It, that's it's partially part of the reason I wanted to get him.
0: Yeah, I mean, you I didn't just, trade. You don't think he's good because you traded for him. You traded for him because you thought he was good. Like right. there's.
1: <clears throat> I just don't have a reason why I I like him this week. I I just do and sometimes I've learned that those are the best bets I make is the ones where I just, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing that.
0: Well, I'm not playing the under on it. Like uh, I, I can tell you that, but um, you know, it, it could easily, this could easily be a game where Derrick Henry, um, he's being used more in the passing game. It, it could easily be a game where he rushes for 80 catches for 40 and scores three touchdowns. He right. could have a monster game and miss the total, right? He could. But um, okay, uh, m- maybe I'll go with your gut on game day, but I'm not putting it as part of my show notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good, but yeah, this game is another one. Like Tennessee was supposed to be good, they're not very good.
0: No, nah, we. I mean, we weren't thinking Tennessee was supposed to be good. Like they were supposed
1: to be. They were supposed to be in contention. To as be August okay.
0: was coming along, though, we were we were considering putting Jacksonville ahead of them, and I think I ultimately mm-hmm. did end up putting Jacksonville ahead of them. And I think you, you did, did too, yeah. right? I did not. No, you didn't. Okay, but but, but you because were. Close I don't like Jacksonville. It. But yeah, you, I was
1: close to it. It was a Trevor Lawrence hate from Clemson. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence didn't knock out the Irish. He was fine, <laughs> but he took the Irish out in the playoffs, so I still hate the guy and uh, I don't <laughs> really like him. I mean, just...
0: I mean, you have to admit he's translating well at this point, though. He is. He he definitely is. Yeah. Um though not the way I expected him to. I wasn't thinking some high-efficiency quarterback. I was thinking more big play, but, um, you know, maybe that comes (laughs) at some point. Um, Moving right along, we have the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Vikings are a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Doesn't that half-point just kill – doesn't the fact that it's over a touchdown instead of under a touchdown just kill you a little here? Like, wouldn't you, like, 100% not even think about it at six-and-a-half? And that seven mm-hmm. and a half just bothers you? Uh no. I still oh. like it. Oh, you still like it? Okay. Yeah. I I think that it's it's I don't know. So you're a believer
1: in t- 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 this week? I just don't like I just can't get behind the bears. It has nothing to do with the Minnesota. It's like do I think Minnesota scores seventeen? I do. Do I think is enough to cover? I do. So I like
0: Minnesota. Oh, okay. So, so you're already factoring in that Jalen Johnson is probably going to limit Justin Jefferson this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just think seventeen is where you need to hit, and I think they're going to get to seventeen.
0: Okay, so, and I know that, I I guess if, yeah, I, the Bears could easily just score nine. Y- you're right. Uh, oh. <laughs>
2: And it's possible
1: of having, the
0: going to be this week,
1: and the Giants just held them to twelve, and and six of those were because of turnovers in the Giants, uh, the Giants half of the field.
0: But the but the Giants, uh, the Giants have also a better defense than the Vikings, right? Yeah,
1: they do, but the Giants have a much worse offense and gave them the ball inside the forty twice.
0: But the Giants also have a better it. offense for controlling the clock than the Vikings do. They do. I, I, yeah, they do. See, my my biggest concern with the spread is Jalen Johnson has been unreal. He he's not getting targeted. Like uh, my my play for this game is actually Justin Jefferson under. You know I hate doing under, but under mm-hmm. eighty four and a half. Why? Because of Jalen Johnson, okay, the the guy doesn't get targets, and you know it. Last week, it's uh, if you played the unders on. Oh no, you! you if you played the under on Devonte Adams,
1: you lost.
0: You lost. Despite the fact that Patrick Sertan had a uh, had an insane game, because the target share the amount of targets that were thrown his way carr got Adam's stats anyway despite poor efficiency. Yeah. Would, would cousins do that though?
1: No, because cousins has more options.
0: Yeah. Well no cousins has more options than carr.
1: <laughs> uh he has feeling who who's the number two in who's the number two in uh Vegas uh
0: Oh, well, Hunter Renfro is injured. Darren Waller is right. mis- mis- misleadingly a top tight end, but that's because the tight end position has been awful this year. So, and, would
1: you rather take? Would you rather take Osborne, or?
0: Yeah, I, I, you see what I'm saying. Like, just Madison better. are better at catching passes than Josh Jacobs. Yes. Okay, I I guess I, I guess Kirk Cousins has more options. Uh, and mm-hmm. has had two good games in a row. So, here, let's not play against Justin Jefferson. Let's play for Adam Thielen. Because I like doing okay. that anyway. So anyway. That,
1: that's a much better way to do it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because you're right. I don't like going against players. Um, as far and as it goes...
1: Because it's possible that Jefferson still has a good game, hits his over, and Thielen just has a better game.
0: Yeah. Um, also, I don't know who the starting running back is going to be for Chicago because they don't know yet. But give mm-hmm. me the over on whoever the starting Chicago running back is for rush total.
1: Because <laughs> because they just have to rush all day.
0: Yeah, because because they rush the ball like eighty percent, seventy five percent of the time. <laughs> like it's it's kind of embarrassing, actually. <laughs> That's
1: what I was going to say. It's not good. It's it's embarrassing how bad their offense is.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, no, this is, I, I don't, and I don't even know what, what it is. Like, uh, is it the coach? Is it fields? Is it the weapons? What, what is it? Is this.
1: It, it's fields. I, I just think Justin Fields maybe wasn't as good as I thought he was that The Bears thought he was. Yeah. He's, he's not translating into the NFL game
0: at all it looked so good coming out of college and, you know, and some people like you kept on saying, but he's an Ohio state quarterback. Um, (laughs) And and that doesn't translate well. Most of the time Uh, it's, it's really hard to, to think I could have been as wrong as I have been about fields. Um, Mm -hmm. He's just not,
1: and I, I don't know what. Oh, I don't know how to say this without sounding really bad. He's not smart enough. He makes bad decisions after bad decision. He doesn't throw to the guy when he should. He
0: tucks the ball when he shouldn't. Like, like we. He's knew just, there had to be a bust. We we knew there had to be a uh, some bust from that quarterback class. And he, right now, despite the fact that you know Trey Lance got injured and and. uh Mac Jones has uh been uh, a, a, underwhelming this season. They're they're definitely not in the bust category yet. Uh you ca- you can't say bust about Davis Mills or or Trevor Lawrence or Zach no. Wilson after one game. Um so but it's and if we're going to start to make judgments on uh if we're going to start to make judgments on Trevor Lawrence at this point, we have to start making judgments on Justin Fields too, right? Right. Yeah. So uh moving right along to a game that features Davis Mills and Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> uh the Houston Texans are 7 point dogs as the Jacksonville Jaguars are at uh are playing host to this game. Um and you're not wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I just noticed. <laughs>
1: I'm not. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing an Apollo uh
0: Apollo 13 shirt today. I'm wearing a Scrooge McDuck shirt. DuckTales. Cool. Um Yeah, uh, Houston at Jacksonville. Um, Houston's been covering these spreads, haven't they? No. They have been. They didn't cover versus the Broncos. Um,
1: No. I think they're 3-1 and against the spread, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, you could call this a get-right game, but uh, I'm not sure that this is one of those things where, like last year when Jacksonville was supposed to beat Houston, uh, Jacksonville didn't. Mm -hmm. Houston. so uh remember we were all going into the season thinking that can this houston team even win a game well they won that game week one of the season versus the jaguars and, yeah. I, and I get it that it's very different paths since then at this point in time well it's not very different paths that they, they've both uh played better like yeah houston's three and one but they have played better than expected and jaguars have played better than expected too um i i don't see where this is uh where the jaguars are covering this this seven so i i i'm not actually i i don't feel comfortable to play this but at the same time i i definitely think Houston covers this game um mm. w- what about you as far as that goes
1: <clears throat> i don't know um and I think it's partial because I like Davis Mills and Brandon Cooks. Whole, Brandon Cooks a lot, and I don't. I really don't like Trevor Lawrence. Um, in case it's, people haven't picked up on that yet, I really don't like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> um, but I just, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna touch it. And I know that that's kind of like a coward's way out. Uh, what I'll say about this game is for fantasy standouts. I, I don't think you're going to find a great one from the Houston side of the football this week. Oh, but, my uh, I
0: do think. You have some great options from Houston. This is that not This, better... this is the no, like... IDP game of the week. Okay, so
1: go ahead. I'll let you take over the defense.
0: No, no. You, you, you have Foya Luakun, you have Devin Lloyd. You could get the big game from uh from the from the rookie Trayvon Walker. You uh like you you have Josh Allen, you have Jalen Petrie on the other side, you have Jonathan Owens, you have Christian Kirksey, you have Devin Singley. Like to think that I I just listed eight guys who could all very realistically have um big fantasy games this week. And I didn't even list guys like Rashawn Slater or Tyson Campbell. You this is this game is so good for fantasy defense that there are actually seven options to play for tackle totals from this game. Wow. That's a lot. And they didn't even put Jonathan Owens on the list. Who's the <laughs> NFL in tackles to my knowledge. So Uh-oh.
1: what do you what do you like in this game from the defense side? What what are you going to play?
0: What I am going to play from this game, I I see a very low uh 5.5 tackle tackle total from J- uh Jalen Petrie. So give me Jalen Petrie with over 5.5. It's Christian Kirk runs over the middle. Petrie covers over the middle. You can't tell me that uh that Petrie won't get five uh won't get six tackles off of just Kirk this game in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then uh you know besides that uh, going back the other way um the Foyle Luke number is a little high in my opinion and I I wish they would have given a sack total for someone on here because this feels like a this feels like a Josh Allen sack game but uh see if you can play that somewhere so uh, I'll write it down either way Josh Allen sack and uh but the Devin Lloyd number like we we know that they have a we know that they have a fran- uh a franchise running back at this point in in Houston right right we're believing in Damon Pierce. Um, we are. So with, with that said, for, uh, Lloyd is the one who's charging the line of scrimmage. More often, give me Devin Lloyd over seven and a half tackles this game. Okay. Anything for the offense or no? No. Nope. I like Pierce. I'm starting Pierce.
1: This is the first week I'm actually doing it. Um,
0: And, and, I, and I like the kid. I
1: think I've, I should have given it to him earlier. Yeah, I mean, he's been good for two weeks,
0: so. Yeah,
1: it it just took me a little bit to actually believe the first week was real, and yeah. now I'm like, okay.
0: And, uh, be, you, know, obviously, right. you, you know, you're playing James Robinson and Christian Kirk, too, but uh, if I remember correctly, these numbers are kind of high for both of them in this game, and the mm-hmm. Texans defense tackles really well. That's a great way to keep somebody under their number
1: because right, yeah. most numbers, you know, come off that missed tackle, the, or the one that gets broken.
0: Yeah, the Texans' defense tackles incredibly well. So, moving right along, the Los Angeles Chargers at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are two-point dogs at home. I'm avoiding this game.
1: I am actually going
0: to – sorry, Cain uh, Allen got ruled out. a would bit ago. Yeah. in case you missed that update. No, I, I, I'm, I'm aware that Keenan Allen got ruled out. Josh Palmer isn't necessarily the answer coming in, though. It feels like it's Gerald Everett. So, Gerald Everett over?
1: Yeah, I um, – uh, as far as a winner for this game, because I can't not take two games in a row, I'm going to go uh, Yeah, – I'm going to go Cleveland at home. Okay. Uh, and, and I'm only going to go Cleveland at home because I also think the Nick Chubb-Kareem Hunt thing is just too good.
0: Yeah, I mean it's very easy to pick Chubb over his uh, Russian total. Like he's been over a hundred and ten every week this season. Uh, so unless they're pricing him appropriately at a hundred and ten, you know, I'll, I'll play the Nick Chubb over ninety one and a half. It it just it's too low.
1: Yeah, and I think that you know Cleveland is Cleveland is doing what they want to do. I know you don't want to talk about it, but I gotta just say they're keeping themselves right right around where they need to be for that week ten week you know week eleven, week twelve time frame when something may or may not kick in for this team.
0: We um, will, we will not be covering uh the first game back, but uh we are going to treat Deshaun Watson like a normal per
1: <laughs>
0: treat Deshaun Watson like a normal person starting week two that he's back.
1: Yeah, so I mean I and... I, I got him in I, I have him in four out of five fantasy leagues. So
0: Oh okay um and my, I'm not boycotting it, the the first game back based off of Deshaun. I'm be- boycotting it based off the NFL because mm-hmm. eleven games to get him back just in time for uh, for the Texans game. Like,
1: yeah, it's so obvious. As to that, honestly, I would have felt ever
0: Yeah, I would have felt eleven games for ten games. I would have felt much yep. better if they did it for ten games. Like, I yeah. I hate what the NFL did. Therefore, I'm not acknowledging that game. Not covering it in the show. <laughs> well, we got I, I, a few
1: more that we should cover. But and that yes. game's is that, that game's still more than two months away. Or almost two months away.
0: Yes. And uh, what I, I said something about I, I said a prop here and you said uh, Nick and over ninety one and a half. And I also said Gerald Everett over forty and a half. Mm-hmm. So is Gerald Everett any relation to no I just re- I realized how stupid it was going to be after uh, <laughs> after I said it because Gerald Everett is uh, African American and Jim Everett was is, uh, uh, was Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess that doesn't mean that they that there wasn't some sort of adoption going on, but mm-hmm. Everett has to be a pretty common line We're month.
1: walking, we're walking down a slippery slope. Let's move on. <laughs> well, there could be adoption, right? There could be. Um, there could also just be a darker-skinned person in the family.
0: Fair enough. Very uh, fair. But, uh... Uh, Detroit Lions, Green uh, yeah, New England Patriots. Patriots, three points, uh, laying three at home. Uh, the over-under of this game is 45.5. The Lions are scoring 35 points a game. They're giving up 35.3 points a game. So the Lions, the Lions, three
1: weeks in a row, have given the most fantasy quarterback points.
0: Lions, the Lions uh, game has given more fantasy points than the bottom three games of the week.
1: It, that's crazy. I mean, and when you look at it, uh, when you look at the way this goes, the Lions can score 45 and lose. So, uh, yeah, I like the over. Um yeah, I think and it's can, gonna
0: be Bailey. They they can't stop the run. So we're playing Damian Harris, we're playing Ramondre Stevenson. Um yep. we don't know um, if St. Brown's playing or not, so we, we have to wait for our Detroit ones, uh, you know, based off of that. But if he's not playing, then you're then you're playing Josh Reynolds and T J Hawkinson. <laughs> if he is playing, then you're playing amon Ra and, uh, <laughs> like, and
1: um <laughs>
2: You'll
0: have to wait. you to wait the
1: decision is announced, Saturday or Sunday. But, uh, one more time, bro. you're gonna have to wait till Saturday or Sunday when they make the decision. But uh, Bailey's happy, man. The kid's good. Yeah, he, uh, he's he has, the, you know, he was – I know it's FCS. Say what you will. Um, if you look at his numbers, he has a single season uh, record for most uh, most yards in the season. That, that's so impressive. I mean, you're talking about some real guys. Like, you're talking about Trey Lance came out of FCS. He, he was a D2 player, so he's getting love, and Zappi's getting nothing. Um, yeah.
0: Zappi's Zapp, getting love this week, so.
1: <laughs> I think this is where uh, Mac Jones loses his job and rides off into the sunset and gets traded someplace else next year.
0: Uh, it, it could be. I mean, uh, it's as far as what I'm I'll, playing, this game, I, uh, as of right now, I'm playing the over on Russian totals for – Harrison Stevenson but it's very easy to play it for Zappy. it's very easy to play it for Goff and I know the Patriots have a, have a really good defense but kind of feel like this Lions offense is defense proof like mm-hmm. they could they could give up a defensive touchdown and then still and then score touchdowns the next few drives right right
1: right I, I like this game a lot for the over I think that over is laughable this team's just not good Uh, On defense, they're going (laughs) to let everybody score. And Ramadre Stevenson's
0: not that bad. No, I, I, yeah, I'm playing both RB overs. Uh, It's, they, Rashad Penny got right last week. (laughs) Yeah, he did. The the Seahawks were trying to run out the clock. And Detroit's like, no, we're not going to tackle you. (laughs) It's like, no. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, we have the Seattle Seahawks at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are our five point favorites at home. Um, Andy Dalton is playing over Jameis Winston. It looks like the full complement of receivers is back. Uh, I don't, I don't know. G- give me something to believe in in this game,
2: General
1: Smith?
0: I mean, I, I. Oh, what, what, you know, I what What is the number for Geno Smith? Because we, we know this Saints secondary is really good.
1: I don't have it in front of me. Um, okay. I, I want to say it was 253.
0: Oh, that's wrong.
1: Making... Yeah, and his yeah I, I think that anything under 270, I'm playing anyway.
0: Uh, Geno is at 239. That seems like a very good play. Yeah.
1: I I think that Vegas hasn't necessarily caught on yet that Geno Smith is got a great relationship with DK Metcalf. And uh you know, there's always that Tyler Lockett guy, Penny doesn't look that bad, so you got to you kind of have to worry about that aspect of the game too. Yeah. So I I want to Geno Smith over 240.
0: All right. Um what about Chris Olave on the other side? It was pretty clear that he didn't lose anything because Dalton was throwing him passes. Right.
1: I think Chris Olave is a smart play. I think he's projected in a standard PPR league at a fifteen point three this week. So I, I really like that play. I think fifteen point three is a low number.
0: So Olave is at a sixty-two point five receiving total with the way he catches passes with with the amount of air yards he gets per target he's leading the NFL in air yards per target the uh, air, air yards period uh he can he could get over go over 63.5 it with two receptions yeah so he doesn't even have to be efficient in order to hit his number so um do you have a is that 5 sitting just right for you is this a three point game? Is this a um is it easy to call this game as a uh as an upset? Is it easy to call this game as a cover? Is it like what 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 would you think? This was the game I, I struggle with.
1: Yeah, I really actually like Seattle here because I think Geno Smith proved he's he's there. You know, he's not just a fluke. He's had multiple good weeks. And even his bad weeks, he's been stealthily good.
0: Yeah, but they, so, they they've still lost on bad. Uh, they've still lost on bad weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I, it, this isn't so much a question about Seattle for me. This is more of a question about New Orleans.
1: Okay. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I'm going to tell you honestly, I didn't pick a. I'm not picking a winner. I'm picking, I do love the. Uh, I do love the forty
0: six and a half. though. Okay. Cool. Kamara's, Kamara's back too, right? What was that? Mara is back. Mara yeah. is back. Correct.
1: And I, you know, I know we make we make jokes about Andy Dalton. And as far as Andy Dalton as a starting quarterback, you're not happy. Andy Dalton as your backup quarterback, you're like, yeah, we did something right.
0: A- Andy Dalton is in that range of quarterbacks in the league that's uh, in the range of thirty to thirty-five. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's in a group of quarterbacks that are just good enough to start for some teams but not good enough to get starting quarterback money because yep. you have to try to find an actual quarterback for that money
0: yep um, moving right along talking about uh, quarterbacks that uh, are are in the range of uh, Um, it might not be fair to Jimmy G to say this but it's definitely fair to Baker Mayfield in the range of that 30 to 35 also <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We have the San Francisco 49ers and the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are uh, six and a half uh, dogs at home. Um, I I know you're talking, you love over-unders and that you take the over uh, or nothing, but um, it just feels like the 49ers find a way to drag their team to the under every single game. Yeah, um, but not this one. Uh, Not this one? going
1: to take the over-under
0: on this game, but, but what I will take is I'm going to take the same position, so well, uh, minus the 6. And a half. Oh, no, I, I wasn't talking about the minus the 6.5. I was
1: talking about the 39.5. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, uh, I'm going to avoid the over-under here because I I can't take that. <laughs> that's too, that's far too low of a number because a defensive touchdown or defensive special teams touchdown, right? Let's like just say that uh, happens. You know Debo is going to give go him good field position with a couple nice, you know, runs after he catches the football. Kittle, are, uh, they're trying desperately to get the ball to Ayuk. So I, I don't see that game plan changing. I see them trying to get desperately again. Then on the other side of the football, we go to the DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, CMC effect. And we're like, they can score two touchdowns. I can't, I can never take as much as I want to. I, I want to smash this over like I I want to just throw everything I've got on it, but I'm not going to. And then because I see the under actually being a really good play.
0: Well, but, uh... I'm I'm going to play the under. Like I I'm not I'm not even like it it was 24-9 to nine versus the rams so it's that would have hit the under like uh, every i think every game San Francisco played this season would be under 39 and a half at this point uh though though i'm forgetting one game in there i don't know which one it is uh but it, it it's one of those things where the 49ers are the opposite of the Detroit Lions um No, no, that's not fair because the 49ers offense is actually better, a lot better than the, than the Detroit defense. It's just the 49ers offense is designed to take a lot of time off the clock and hold the ball a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So really when it comes down to it, the only, the only one who I think is truly playable in this game is Devo. Yeah. Because we don't know what, uh, unless Bosa have a sack number, Let's let's pull up a uh, defense special teams. Give me a sack number for Bosa. No, both Why wouldn't she give Bosa a sack number? Like
1: uh, uh, you're the only person I've ever meant to play sack totals, so that that could be why.
0: But, but they're giving Chevarez Ward, Dante Jackson, Dre Greenlaw, uh, Emmanuel Mosley, and Fred Warner tackle totals. I see
1: what you're saying. I'm just. I don't play him, so I don't know what's supposed to be there and who, who I would expect to see. You
0: know? Not fair enough. I, I guess the only question is, do you play over the 22-and-a-half rushing for Debo, or do you play over the 56-and-a-half receiving? I think you play 56 both.
1: 56-and-a-half. Yeah, <laughs> I like do 56-and-a-half a lot because that's also a shovel pass that accidentally gets sprung free. It's why, I, but I say that that's why I can never actually take unders in player props because most of the time you're talking about a missed tackle. Yeah, and um, and we we both watched enough football to know that tackles get missed
0: sometimes. Yep. Uh, moving right along though, but they don't get missed by the Philadelphia Eagle defense. It feels like. Uh, right. The Philadelphia Eagles have just been dominating everyone. The fact that they are only a five-point favorite, I get it. Our Cardinals are coming off a win, and there's Kyler and Murray, and there's um yeah, yeah no, I, I don't I don't have anything really great to say about the Cardinals. Uh they That's are at home. Cody. But so the the Eagles should be the Eagles should be double digit favorites versus the Cardinals, in my opinion. Mm. I don't care that it's in Arizona. So Philly is a smash there philly's gonna be my uh is going to be my super is going to be my super pick this week for the record so it's at five so i i will easily up that to the i think we had to uh i think last week we upped it to two points so so i will i'll take philly minus seven and a half this week as my super pick okay uh i don't think that there's anything keeping i don't think there's anything keeping jalen hurts out of the end zone this week as far as a, as far as a rushing touchdown like it's <clears throat> i i don't think there's any, i don't think there's any reason why jalen hurts couldn't potentially go over 300 and 100 this week to be completely honest any thoughts yeah i
1: don't i don't know you can you can make an argument that you know jalen hurts is going to be QB1 for fantasy this week And if you can make that argument, then you have to be able to make the argument that he doesn't get contained, and you have to take him. And also, Arizona's not good.
0: Arizona's defense is really bad, and their offense is kind of mediocre.
1: Yeah, not a team should have gone out and spent all that money on Kyler Murray.
0: Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury's probably going to end up losing his job this year. I'm not 100% sure he should. Um i do not
1: 100. He shouldn't either, though.
0: Yeah. So I think we've seen it long enough. Um, the truth is, when you have, when you have the names that you have on both sides of the football, and you're managing mediocre <sighs> units, um, it's yeah. No, there's there's nothing to say there. So, uh, as far as what those numbers are on Hertz, that that I will be playing, it will definitely be. Um, be, uh I'm just going to play touchdowns for Hurts. So I'll be playing over one and a half touch, uh, passing touchdowns and a rushing TD. Because that's what feels right
2: to me. But yeah, lots of I'm points. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna uh, to let you skip my turn here. My well, dog sorry. is
1: freaking out. I, I said, I'm going to let you skip my turn here. My dog is kind of freaking out, and I don't think the good people need to hear that. So you can move on and start the next one.
0: All right, let's start the next one. Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Rams are somehow a favorite in this game um, by five and a half. Uh, any thoughts on that? I don't think the Rams should be favored until they do something. Right? Like, Dallas has done nothing but win without Doc Prescott up to this point in time. And they next week, but he should be starting someplace. What was that? Cooper
1: good. You have to go CD Lamb over here, though. Cooper Rush with games where Cooper Rush start starts, CD Lamb averages ninety six yards. This Cooper Rush clearly has a little bit of a man crush on CD Lamb, so I'm playing it all day long.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, you know, when it comes down to it, too, that 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 one and a half, um, I don't trust Zeke on the goal line anymore for some reason that they don't. They don't give it to Pollard uh, in the red zone. I'm not sure why. So that 1.5 uh, touchdown total for Cooper Rush uh, feels very, very right, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if the Cow- if Cooper Rush was still undefeated uh, at, at the point in time when Dak Prescott comes back. Uh, the Cowboys are another team that plays really great defense, too. I'm sure that there is... Uh, uh oh, we we have sack numbers for Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. We get sack numbers for Leonard Bo- uh, Floyd, but not Nick Bosa. <sighs> there is no one in football more disrespected than Nick Bosa. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh wow, we don't have uh we don't have any Michael Parsons props. It feels like the type of game where Michael Parsons could have two sacks and no one would think twice, right? Right. So I'm going to put down Parsons for a uh, for a sack, and I will I will agree with you on the uh, on the CD Lamb over, which uh, which the over that we will be playing will be sixty point five, which is incredibly low.
2: Yep, just far too low. All
0: right, moving right along, we have the. We are now to the Sunday night football game. We have the Baltimore Ravens playing host to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, The Ravens are favored to win by 3.5, which, you know, as a home team means they're favored by 0.5 on a neutral site. Um, Cincinnati has been trending right the last two weeks. Baltimore has been trending wrong the last two weeks. Is this a continuation when Cincinnati continues uh, to trend right, or is this a get right game for the Ravens? Or is this just a great divisional rival and we should be throwing all thoughts out of the window in picking the winner?
1: Yeah, I, I'm i going to go with Baltimore. Okay. I think I think the defense can, can slow down Chase and Burrow. And I think the Baltimore offense is good enough that they can keep speed if they have to. But also, I think they're good enough that they're going to be able to take, take enough time off the clock to let their defense calm back down, catch their breath, I don't think their defense is going to get very tired this game. So uh, I, I like them, you know, they're going to be on the field a lot. They're, but at the end of the day, they're going to also have a solid eight minutes, you know, in between plays for them.
0: And hopefully uh, Lamar Jackson won't be randomly thrown to a safety in the end zone at the end of the game, right? Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Yeah, right. I'm
1: thinking the... of... I'm thinking maybe Lamar was playing against Lamar in fantasy. And I was like, well, I'll take you off. I'll take two points off your score. I have no real idea. Maybe actually played
0: a player? (laughs) Clearly
1: last week, and I'm sorry to say this. I know I'm not supposed to say stuff like this because you don't like conspiracy theories on the podcast. I have to bring it up, though. Down two scores. 48 seconds left on the clock. And you bring Matthew Stafford in to throw two passes to Cooper Cup, which is just enough that they both hit their over for the night. They both hit their over by less than five yards. And come on, like, why do you bring? Why do you put Stafford in that game, and then take a knee? Take a knee right afterwards. But he throws two passes, takes a knee. Okay. <laughs> Oh. I mean I know it's I know it's kind of stupid to you know talk about and think but like I, I can't find another ro- logical reason why McVeigh had Stafford go in there throw two t- <laughs> sorry, throw two quick passes get your over and then take a knee. I, I don't get it.
0: Oh that's funny. All right. I will
1: say one of the members of Wolf is very happy because they've won the game by one of those catches.
0: <laughs> uh, you yeah, know we, we had uh we had two games determined in the in the final minutes um of monday night football So i wasn't for the second one what was
1: that um, i didn't see the second
0: but uh, uh dan,
1: dan beats sarah okay so yeah but uh overall i i really like baltimore here and i'm taking i would take baltimore
0: um, I don't need anything at stake in this game to to be interested in watching this game. And to be completely honest, um, I'm gonna take this game off. Okay, just because I, I want to watch it from a football standpoint. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I, I, I probably have someone going somewhere in some fantasy league. I, I have a Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, uh um Devin Duvernay stack in a best ball league. Mm. So um wow, great call getting Duvernay instead of Bateman, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not that Bateman would have been a bad one, but um that stack could have actually worked with Fall Four. <laughs> but beyond that, it's you know it this is just one of those games where I I want to see what happens because, you know, the the, the team that wins the season series is going to win this division. Probably. Yeah, so uh
1: next man up is a game that I don't think we're you know, so I'm terribly excited about watching. Oh, except wow. uh, my except my fantasy quarterback is gonna be going in this game.
0: Yeah, um the Chiefs you hate the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a better team than the Raiders though, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Now we could both see the Raiders doing a backdoor cover here, though. That's the problem, because it's an even seven. They could be down 14 late, uh, get the touchdown, miss, miss the onside kick, lose the game, right?
1: Yeah, so with this game, um, the, one website has it at seven. The other the other that I can legally use in my state has it at seven and a half. So I strategically went to the one where I got seven and a half instead of seven.
0: And you chose the Raiders on seven and a half? I-
1: I chose the Raiders on the seven and a half.
0: Yeah, if I, if I could because... on minus six and a half, I would, but I can't move mm-hmm. that line, and I, I'm not because uh, I could also see the Chiefs winning by, but with the Raiders not being able to complete that that last minute touchdown because Logarius mm-hmm. needed intercepts. But you, you you get what I'm saying? Like it's so. Oh, yeah,
1: but you know, I I think I think we can both agree that the offenses here work much better than the defenses,
0: so oh yeah no we're we're, we're taking the, we're taking the over on this game the 51 and a half and you know Monday night football is other than the other than the 49ers uh the 49er vacuum that sucked everything out of the on the Rams I think the Monday night games have been pretty uh ha- have been pretty decent at hitting the over so far this year if I'm correct
1: yeah and it've been pretty fun to watch
0: yeah so yeah it, and and honestly unless you were a Rams fan it was pretty fun to watch the 49ers beat up beat the crap out of them. <laughs> yeah
1: you know, and this is actually one that uh, I was kind of glad there's not a manning cast for. Because I could see this game getting ugly to a point where I want to go to bed and I don't go to sleep during in cast. Because I enjoy it, I'm having a good time, you know. But I, I could see this game getting not fun.
0: Now, the biggest problem with, with this game when it comes to actually picking plays, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. The biggest problem, though, when it comes to picking plays, though, Outside of Mahomes and Kelsey, are we really comfortable talking about anyone? Is the Josh Jacobs rushing total too low? Where is the Josh Jacobs rushing total? Um,
1: I had a hard time finding any props for this game.
0: Uh, Josh Jacobs rushing total at 61 and a half. Uh, Josh Jacobs could be relevant and not hit the 61 and a half. Because the narrative puts him down fourteen and uh, fourteen points in the first seven minutes. Right?
1: I mean it could, but I think Jacobs is gonna be fine for sixty one and a
0: half. I would feel more comfortable putting Jacobs over a hundred total than over sixty one and a half rushing.
1: Okay. So I'll let you take so you can take that one. Well,
0: there, there is no there is no that one though. Oh, I guess uh, I can I guess I could always add his two sets together, but they don't have a receiving total for him. Uh,
1: oh, okay.
0: I'm not going to make I mean, an official one. I, I would say Jacob's over over 80 total. I'll, okay. make, uh, I'll make up my number. Over 80.5. You,
1: you never know either. By the time that somebody's listening to this podcast, that could very well be a prop you can take. And we're just recording a little early.
0: Uh, Mahomes over over 274.5 and let, let me double check to make sure there's no one uh, is there a Hobbs tackle total? Because Hobbs and Kelsey are probably meeting each other quite a bit in the center of the field.
2: Uh, Yeah, I would say a lot.
0: No Hobbs tackle total. They gave Lejarius Sneed a tackle total but not uh, Nate Hobbs. <laughs>
1: You know, I think sometimes the big guy is like don't to make add totals is because they're too good to put a number on. Because they realistically could have a lot of them, or they can have a normal amount. How do you gauge that? You, what would you put Hobbs number at? Seven and a half, right? That's where you have, almost have to take it to?
0: Yeah, I think you would and have to take it like, seven and a half.
1: But at that point, like, is it really worth it for them? How, how many people are going to be placing the wager versus... How many people are going
0: to avoid it because it's too high of a number? I, I just don't think it's worth it for I'll tell you one number to avoid they They have Nick Bolton. At, <clears throat> they have Nick Bolton at nine and a half. I feel very uncomfortable predicting any player at nine and a half.
1: Yeah, that's a real high
0: number. I, and, and I get it. Josh Jacobs is 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 uh through the early weeks has been the number one weapon, and that uh, Bolton is the guy who is shadowing Jacobs. Uh, be careful with that autumn. But at, at the same time, it's I, – I, I'm not playing that number. I can tell you that much. No. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, it's going to be – I would have played Nate Hobbs. I'm going to play the Travis Kelsey. I don't even care what the Travis Kelsey is. Travis Kelsey feels a lot like Nick Chubb this season. Uh, right. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it, right? Right. And Travis Kelsey is at 70.5. So – uh, you got anything from this game or just overall watching it because i'm
1: um, gonna watch it but i'm also going to take a car number i'm gonna take jacobs over 61 i'll t- i'll take Kelsey's over and i'm gonna take the game over just in general
0: yeah game over is very easy to take it um yeah no th- th- there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of fantasy production in this game there's a mm-hmm. lot of uh there's a lot of great um wagers to go with this game and everything so um, feels like it's a, it's a good game to do a uh, same game parlay on. So, uh, what?
1: Let's get to our
2: picks, the people are paying us for.
0: All right. So, uh, leading off, going down the list. Um, let's see. Uh, obviously, I'm going to be taking. I I have to take the Miami Dolphins laying the three and a half because we're going to head to head mm-hmm. on that this week. Yep. I said before that I was uh y- y- you can't you can't say something generic like you 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 hit it when it's double digits uh every time and not play a 14 pointer so i'm going to mm-hmm. take the buffalo bills and minus the 14 because it's it, it's a you know it, it's a coward's way out to to give that advice and not and not take it yourself right right and then you know there's a lot of there's a lot of other ones that I wanted to take for uh for my favorite, but really when it comes down to it, uh the Philadelphia Eagles, uh I think should be a double digit favorite. So I'm gonna go with the <clears throat> the minus five on the Philadelphia Eagles. So who who do you got for your favorites?
1: So for my favorites,
0: I want the Vikings minus a seven and a half. I'm writing that down real quick. Yep. Vikings minus seven and a half. And uh, then I got the Ravens minus the three and a half. Raven. That's it. That's all she wrote. So you're going to be taking three dogs this week, or are you taking five props? Uh-huh.
1: I'm taking three underdogs this week.
0: Cool. All right. And as far as my underdogs go... um I will be going back to the hole. I think the Dallas Cowboys should be a favorite in this game. Like there's no reason to believe in there's no reason to believe that the Rams are better team than the Cowboys right now. So I will take the Cowboys plus five and a half. And then this is where things get a little tricky. I probably am going to end up going with a team that I think is going to lose but I think is not going to lose as badly as the number. Okay. in, the- And what, so I will be taking the New York Giants plus seven and a half.
1: Nice. Um, so we're in agreement, so there's no suspense there, so I'm just going to move on. I, I'm taking the Giants plus the seven and a half. Uh, <clears throat> then I'm taking Pittsburgh plus the 14 and a half. Uh, and that's more so just because I want to see the kid keep it close and I want an exciting game there that nobody's expecting.
0: Oh, and then you're taking the Jets too, right?
1: Uh, yeah, but hold on. Let's pump our brakes a little bit on my Jets pick. We're going to make this the super dog pick or the super pick. <clears throat> I'm going to flip the line to the four and a
0: half that, or the four that we've established,
1: and I'm going to do the Jets minus one and a half.
0: That's minus one and a half. Wow. There we go. And, uh, yes, I am also making the Eagles my super pick and bumping that up to uh, uh, to, to the seven and a half for the Eagles. I'm also going to – I don't want to push, so I'm also making my bills dropping uh, 14 and a half as opposed to uh, – yeah, as opposed to 14. So yep. um, moving right along to the prop side of this, uh, touchdown. but I only said one anytime touchdown scorer throughout – through the course of going through this whole thing. Oh, no, I said two. I said Mike Evans, and I said Jalen Hurts. And to be completely honest, I'm playing both. Okay. I don't love playing touchdown scores. I, I I most of the time try to take the one, but uh, Evans and Hurts just feel both right to me this week. I Maybe I shouldn't double down on the Eagles. Um, yeah, no, actually, there are props I like more. I'm not going to double down on the Eagles. I'm going to take Evans' anytime touchdown scorer. Who do you have for some touchdowns?
1: Uh, Scoring a touchdown, I've got no
0: prop. Oh, scoring a touchdown, you have no prop. You're supposed to have no. A I have no prop. prop.
1: Oh, I'm supposed to have a touchdown prop. Yeah. I thought I just had to do five props in general. No, no, no. Okay, I think we misunderstood a rule here. Then uh, give me a Barkley touchdown. I don't know what the points. I don't know what the value is on it. Just give me the Barkley touchdown because he's going to score one anyway.
0: Yeah, that's a very easy one to take, in my yep. opinion. You want to lead off with your props? Uh, yeah, so I've
1: got five prop picks here. How much to do five, right? Or do I have to do three? Because I have to play catch up? You want to because have more picks than me. Um, we'll we'll let
0: you we'll let you do ten over the course of the uh oh yeah we'll let you do ten to do catch up yeah so
1: all right cool so uh my, my if five you want do picks-
0: eleven if you want to do eleven you could do eleven.
1: All right, that'd be, that'd
0: be great because I have
1: six here, and I I did my five last week, or I did my five pick picks, and i got six right here, so I'm going to go all six then. Okay. Daniel, Daniel Jones over a touchdown for uh, throwing. Okay. It's so easy. It's only a minus 150, so it's not even like big money that you, you got to sacrifice there. I'm taking Jaylen Hurts over 247 and a half. I'm taking Kenny Pickett over two hundred and two and a half. and 202 is real well. Like that's like
0: that's like bottom of the barrel well. Uh two hundred what? Uh two hundred plus what? Two hundred and two point five. He could do
1: that, yeah. Zach Wilson going over two twenty-one point five. Uh Derrick Henry over the eighty six and a half that like I said earlier, and then uh the C D Lamb over sixty and a half that like I said earlier.
0: and one more time what was uh, the henry number 86 and a half 86 and a half yeah all right uh let's see going through the list uh the idp guy has to give an idp pick i feel and i'm going to make sure I, I include that in every single week from from this point on, onward uh the number i i like the most uh give me some jalen Petrie with 5.5 tackles over the course of a uh, over the center of the field, there's going to be a lot of Christian Kirk, uh, in the way, and there's gonna, yeah, no, I, I'm 100% a believer in that tackle total this week. Uh, going through everything else, uh, the Leonard Fournette at three and a half, re- receptions, just seems freakishly low to me. Uh, it's pretty clear that um, yeah, it's pretty clear to me that uh, that that much is finally back on track and. I think Brady is going to continue to not look like the Brady of the past. And he's going uh-huh. to need that safety net a lot more often. So uh so yeah, that's where I'm going with that. And uh, you know, there's there's no Keenan Allen. Uh I am I'm gonna go with something that's a little more uh uh dark horsey, you know, there's a lot of flashy names in this list. We, you could go Debo, you could go Hertz, you could go Parsons, you could go Chubb. You could go the the very easy to go over. Like if you play any DFS, uh, Harrison Stevenson or Harrison Stevenson for the Patriots are both really low, uh, and Curtis Samuel would even be an easy pick. But uh, honestly, Gerald Everett over forty point five is going to be my uh, is going to be my final prop because he's just kind of done it since uh, with Allen out and with Allen continuing to be out. Let's have a little fun and Gerald Everett over forty point five switch right. so uh yeah uh ho- hope everyone uh enjoyed it and uh j- j- I tried to have a little more fun with it I will be including an IDP pick uh from here on forward as long as they give me enough options to pick from uh man I really want it to play a Parsons sack like I, I really wanted to play a Parsons sack this week <laughs> I also really wanted to play a Bosa sack I also really wanted to play a Nate Hobbs tackle total so if you can find them anywhere you should take them when you when you find them <laughs> but um yeah no so that's that uh thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for joining us we really appreciate it we really appreciate uh the uh the feedback uh the tune ins um remember if you like it click like share comment subscribe uh follow us on the various social uh the the various social medias where this is shared uh you know i'm on twitter instagram facebook and youtube uh there there, there's a tiktok account that has my name on it that just doesn't get updated so i apologize for that i I don't know when that's going to happen next because you know honestly it's I'm not good at that portion, (laughs) but (laughs) maybe I'll start making snippets out of these videos. Uh, Graydon has offered to teach me that before. So maybe he will, uh, maybe I can talk to him again in the future, but thank you guys for tuning in. And if you like it, give us five stars on uh, Google or Apple or Spotify. And uh, yeah. So thank you guys for being a part of the Jamo for community. Make sure to join in the picks, picks competition. Uh, right now, Ethan Ashukas is running away with it again and he's not even doing all that good. Um, yeah. Uh, we should probably put, uh, point out the, um, records from the week before. I believe you were four, four and one last week, right, Josh? Yeah, I was. Okay. Um, uh, uh, six, six and three last week. I, I'm finally, uh, above 500 this season. Uh, Josh is at 500 this season, so so th- there is some value to the show because um, you know at the same time uh, you know we we between the two of us we're giving you uh, yeah granted we we, we do some head to heads but um, outside of our head to heads I feel like we're getting close to around 55 to 57 percent so if you just killed the head to heads or go with your gut on that uh, you can actually uh, do a decent job with. Uh, Especially if you do some, uh, you know, um, individual vets around robins, and not do too many parlays, like I've been doing this year. <laughs> I, but uh, um, I, uh, yeah. Well, what was that? Everybody have a great day. I just yeah, to think about and you. remember to be responsible. To uh, you know, this is this is a hobby. It's it's uh, it shouldn't be a vice. Only bet what you can afford to bet. Only uh, spend the money that uh, you have allotted for it. Don't go over your limits. Make sure you're keeping track of it at all times. And just just be responsible, okay? If you need help, seek out help. There's so many ways to find uh, help. 1-800-GAMBLER is a good way. Even all these uh, sports betting apps have a way where you can actually seek out help through the app. So remember to be responsible, um, you know, be, be, be responsible and do the right thing, like putting Kenny Pickett as your starting quarterback.